Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about how to incorporate more woo or magic into your life. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I'll bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. So this is a question that I've been asked recently of how do I start incorporating more magic, more woo, more moon stuff into my life without feeling like a complete weirdo? Um, This is a great question because this is kind of what I've been exploring and dabbling in this past year. So this probably the past couple years now, actually probably longer than that because I started studying Ayurveda and Ayurveda, most people don't necessarily know what that is. Um, And that can be maybe out there for a lot of people too. But I, um, a little, a little preface on my background. I grew up in a small town, 500 people, and I am the oldest of three brothers and I, I grew up on a farm. And so we're a little bit, I would, people probably on that label would consider us really conservative and Republican, but that's not the family I was brought up in. Um, my grandma's hardcore Democrat, uh, she's 92 and my parents always just vote for whoever they deem the best candidate, you know, not associated to any political party. So that was kind of my background, a little bit more freedom to explore there. As far as the religion front, I grew up as a Lutheran and we went to church every Sunday. And so that was kind of my upbringing. Um, I, my husband went to a private Catholic school growing up and his family um, and his uh, parents still go to church regularly and they are Catholics. And so that's kind of the backgrounds that I'm coming from. Um, and I say this because this is also a lot of women are, um, I don't want to say kind of, I guess can be scared. It can be, it's a tough situation when you're starting to kind of explore this area and you have people who are, um, like kind of scared for you or, um, don't really know what you're doing and just kind of, they, they don't know. And that's, that's totally fine. And now one thing I would say on that is that's their stuff. That's not your stuff. You don't have to actually educate them if you don't want to, but you can have the discussions if they're open to it. So I have found my mom and I have discussions about this and usually um, it leaves with, I mean, for the most part, they're pretty calm discussions. Sometimes they're not, but we try to have some civil conversations about me exploring some different spirituality sides and what are new moon circles and what are we doing and um, all of that stuff. So that is kind of the background that I am coming from. So when you're kind of thinking about this, I'm also a mom. So I have, you know, a two and a half year old and I'm bringing this into his life as well. Cause literally last week I asked him why he couldn't sleep well one night and he goes, he looks at me and he goes, mama, it's the moon. I just was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Cause we talk about that. You know, I talk about the full moon and sometimes he doesn't sleep as well. And um, the full moon's actually if you're listening to this in real time, it's on the 24th this month of October. And uh, so he can start to feel the pull of the moon. Super cute. But it's little things like that where every night me and him look at the moon. So I'm kind of teaching him about the moon and I want him to know, you know, the moon is associated more with the feminine aspects. The sun is more with the masculine aspects. Those are little different ways I'm introducing it into his life as a little, little child. Um, now, he also knows about my new moon circles because usually he, him and my husband might come home as I'm cleaning them up. And so he likes to sit down and circle. And sometimes the next day he'll have a little new moon circle that he makes out of his little um, Paw Patrol figurines. So again, super cute. Uh, that is, those are just little ways that I'm introducing it into his life. Now, 
as far as how did I get started and where did this come from? Because I think this was my thing too, is I got so overwhelmed with so many different options and where do I go and who can I learn from and what, what, what is there to learn? And I have no idea what the moon even means. And that's, that's literally where I started as well. Like I knew nothing about Ayurveda. Maybe you're really skeptical. Like, does this even work? Like working with the moon? Um, that's totally where I was. And, um, you know, Oracle cards and tarot cards and all of that stuff. Like if you're starting from like exactly where I was, like I have no nothing like crystals, the whole nine yards. So I want to start from there. Like if you're in that point where you're like, I actually kind of want to know a little bit about this, but I'm a little, um, I guess hesitant because I don't want to quote unquote, do it wrong. There is no doing it wrong, but that's how we feel. And I can relate. Cause that's, I still kind of feel like that way. Um, like what if I missed up again, it's not a misstep. It's clearly on that path that you're supposed to take. So when I'm thinking about this, the first place I started was actually going to a retreat. And that was my, like, not even intentionally to learn this. It was just called Wise Woman of Winter. I had no idea why, but I was drawn to going. So I, I went to that retreat with Sarah Jenks in January. And then she was the first one to start talking about the patriarchy and um, women who were burned at the stake, you know, the witches of Salem and the Salem witch hunt, which we might've heard about in school, but I didn't really think much of it. Um, to be truthful. And until I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is interesting. And so I started kind of digging into this. I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to just take her word for it. I actually want to do some research on my own and just see what I feel about this situation. And so that was kind of my first um, really deep dive into that realm is how do I feel about it? I don't want to just take someone else's opinion and deem it mine. You know, I really want to form my own. And I discovered Women Who Run With the Wolves by Clarissa de Pinkola, or Esla Pinkola. And that was actually, um, still is my most downloaded podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely listen to that one, because um, that one really dives deep into some of these stories that women have been told over the years. And again, these are, some of them are myths, some of them aren't. Um, reading that book, it's 500 pages. It is a juicy one, but that's a great place to get started. Now, another one besides going in person and just kind of being around these women is, you know, learning from different podcasts. So uh, I'm going to bring on some different guests and we're going to kind of explore some of these topics. So you guys can maybe be like, okay, I really liked that guest. Like she talked a lot about the moon or goddess energy or whatever the interest might be. Um, another area that you can look on is I use right now Instagram. I'm, I'm back on Instagram and enjoying it. And so kind of scrolling through there and just seeing kind of what people are putting out there and just searching different hashtags that they might use. Um, maybe asking someone that you admire and say, hey, who do you follow or who do you learn from? Um, another one that you can do is looking at through their feeds and looking at books that they've read. So sometimes people will share the books that they've read and um, you know, just even asking, hey, if you could give me one book recommendation, what would that be? Um, or the actually the best, honestly, you want to know like, the best way to do this is once you have all those resources, sitting and making sure you spend time with yourself every single day. Like I cannot believe how much that has made a difference in my life. I try to make sure I journal every single day. I want to try to get up. Usually it's in the morning. Sometimes it's not. Um, for me, there's just a few days where I'm really up early. So I want to make sure I get my journal time in the evening. So I have set aside time to connect with myself. That is when stuff comes through. That is when I know I'm doing what I need to do for myself. If that sounds crazy, if that sounds like Andrea, oh my gosh, that's really either far out there or how do you, how, like how I totally, I'm like raising my hand. I've been there. Like 
I can so relate because that's how I was. I'm like, I don't understand. Like you seem so much farther ahead than me. It's overwhelming. I get it. Like I, I literally, um, I had our Ayurveda school over the weekend and they had asked how we connect. Was it? Yes. How do we know what we want? And I had, I just simply had said, I'm like, now I am to the point I've been cultivating this all year long. Like that has been my focus to bring in, well, for me, more Kapha energy, to bring in time to connect with my divine body wisdom. And that has been my intention all year long. Like I have not forgotten it. It's brought in on the daily. That is how you make time. That is how you find the connection. So if I feel myself going off, I usually know why. So for example, for me, it's drinking too much wine. Like that is usually always the case. And it always has been if I look back and it's either because I need to decompress, meaning i just need it. Like, I just don't know how to unwind for my day and that's how I do it or from my week. Typically it's from the week. And, um, I need to find better coping ways like throughout the week. Cause if I feel like I need to have something on a Friday or Saturday night to completely like decompress and chill out, that means I didn't do a good enough job of taking care of myself during the week. And sometimes you'd have to dig deeper. Why? Then why are you having the wine? Maybe you did do a good job. Then why? Then you kind of go from there. You're like, okay, well, maybe it's because um, like I'm scared. Like I'm at a point where I'm like, I don't know what to do next or where to go next. Okay, why? Uh, and then you ask yourself, okay, let's dig deeper. And you just kind of keep going and going and going. And that's really what journaling and that's what sitting down and knowing yourself can teach you. And so that's something that it's hard. And that honestly is the best, the best project that you can work on for yourself. Um, and I would, again, don't do this for a month. This is, this is a lifelong project to be real. Like this is never, this is never ending, but it really has been my focus this past year. And with that intention, you know, set that has made me really strive to figure this out. Like how can I truly stay in connection with myself? And I'll give you two stories and two examples of how I was and how I wasn't. Um, the first story I went to that, my mastermind in August and, um, I was so, so like in it, like I was so present. It was, I was completely myself. Like I was at the point where in Michael Singer's book, the surrender, not the surrender experience, the untethered soul. Um, when I, I was reading it and you can just sit back and you can hear your thoughts and they just kind of leave and you're just kind of, you're just so present. Like you don't even think about what you're going to say next when you're talking to someone, you're just taking it all in and you don't need to say anything, period. Like you just so there. And that's how I felt at this mastermind. I was so there. I, I was so connected, so in tune. It was because I made sure I did these things. I was staying with people who were so in tune themselves. So now I know what that feels like and I loved it. I want to get there at all, at all times if possible. And, um, the complete opposite happened to me a few weeks ago. So I went into this, um, this place, this business, and I had kind of vibes that I'm like, okay, I am not, I'm not worthy enough. So I'm sitting there talking myself up to them, um, trying to be like, no, 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 I am worthy. I am totally this person who should be, it was leading a new moon circle to be leading a new moon circle. And I felt myself go into this like old Andrea story where I just didn't feel good enough. And now I could see myself telling them this, like I needed to justify myself. 
So fast forward to the event and the, I figured out, I'm like, it's, it's not, and, and I had to work on this. I'm like, is this my story? Is it there? And it, I really, I just wasn't a fit for that space per se. Like what I do and what I believe was not a fit for the space. And, um, I should have pulled out after the initial meeting. I didn't, I didn't trust my gut. I knew this was not the great situation, but I said, you know what? It's, it's going to be fine. Went into it. I mean, and it was fine. This circle was great. It was amazing, but the space really does have a lot to do during new moon circles. I mean, even if we're just in that space, the space is huge. Like I make sure I sage the space. I make sure I have it, you know, really set up really nice. And I just couldn't do that at the space. And it was just a very intense energy that I don't want to bring into the circle from the outside. Again, not from the people who were there. This was just my perception of this whole situation. So for me, I didn't trust myself. Like that first instinct, I should have said no, but I didn't. I went through and I wasn't in alignment. Now, again, I don't think I would have noticed any of this probably even at the beginning of the year. Like this has been a practice of me stepping back, noticing how do I feel? What is the situation doing to me? You know, even just a few weeks, few weeks ago when I reported about, um, uh, going in the car ride and just being brought to my knees, you know, with the tears and, you know, having that vision of what, what I want next. And, um, that again, I don't think I would have been there even at the beginning of the year. So this has been a process. Like this is something that takes time. You will go forwards. You will come backwards. So just as I said, like with my wine, I've been having wine again. And I even said on the podcast, probably over the summer, I'm like, yes, I haven't done that in months. And now I'm like, oh, I'm back into that pattern. And then it's breaking the pattern and it takes time to break that pattern. And I'm giving myself the time and the space because I don't want to do that. And it's not in my full alignment, but I do have to kind of, okay, backtrack stop Friday night, Saturday night. Like that's something, it's just a habit right now. Got to break that habit. We got to set ourselves up better. We got to really dig in deep. Let's journal. Why, why do we want this first that? That is what I, um, I, I think it's just part of the process. And so many of us, when we get stubbed up or stub our toe that first time we throw in the towel when really we got to keep pushing. Like this is a constant like ebb and flow. Life is a constant ebb and flow. We go forwards, we go backwards, we go forwards, we go backwards. And once we kind of get in that rhythm and flow state, then we really start to open up new doors for ourselves. So trust that process and trust if you're on that process, there is no doing it wrong. And there is no, this person is better than me or farther along than me, or this is what I need to look like to be considered more spiritual or to be considered, um, you know, worthy or to be considered enough for this position or whatever. Like there, that just isn't. And if those people are the ones who are sitting back and judging you, then they're probably not um, authentic to who they really are. Because let's be real, if you're sitting back and judging women for wanting to evolve and changing, and you're like, ooh, like what are, who do they think you know, they are? And trust me, I probably thought that a time or two um, you know, back in the day. And I, I'm, pro- I'm sure people probably think that even now of me, but that's what we have to push through because A, they probably have too much time on their hands if they're going to sit and judge everyone. And B, they could be jealous because sometimes underneath it, it's really jealousy. Like they actually are like, oh, I really want to evolve into the next version of myself, but could be scared. Um, they don't know how to do it. They don't want to have those tough conversations that might come with that evolution of self. So just know and trust that if this is something that is for you, it 
it will come to you. You might have to, you know, put out some feelers, go to the retreats, read the books, start there, and then maybe start to have some of the conversations if, if they need to happen. Uh, most likely they might, depending on what type of evolution and what your upbringing was like. So, um, that is what I'm going to have kind of leave it off for now, I think, because I don't want it to be super long. And it's something that I'm going to play with and I'm going to explore with. And I want you guys to know that it is safe to do that. And it is a safe place. Like, even if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Like, what is grounding when people talk about grounding? Because I was just thinking of this in the car and I'm like, wow, I think if someone said grounding, I wouldn't know what that meant um, unless I'd went through yoga teacher training. And so it's those little basic concepts that if you don't know what they are, honestly, Google them. Like that is really a great place to start. It's just kind of Googling like, oh wow, I don't know what that is. Um, but that, that could be another friend of yours. If you don't want to ask someone, um, like that, that's a great resource, a great tool. Um, and then you might find some other people online when you start like typing in some of these words, you're like, oh wow, I didn't know so-and-so did this. And then you go down her website and just kind of read up and connect with these people and these women or men who are doing the things that you are aspiring to evolve to. And that that's a great place to start. Um, so that's what I have for you guys on this week's topic. And that's kind of my challenge is just to really think about who you want to evolve into next. Like that's your homework is write it down. What is your next evolution? And not like who, as in like, I want to evolve into a person. So like for me, like I want to evolve into Michelle Obama. Like, no, like that's not like, you're not going to be the next version of Michelle Obama. You're going to be the next version of you. Maybe you aspire to certain things that let's say Michelle Obama do, or that, um, you know, Barbara Bush does, or let's say Sarah Jenks or anyone just pick a person. That's you. What do you admire about these various women? And then that's the next evolution of self. Okay. Now I'm just going to wrap up by telling you guys, I do have my Ayurveda 101 course coming up at the end of this month. So it starts October 29th. And what that is, um, it is a beginner course about Ayurveda. So you literally don't have to know anything about it. Cause I had someone ask, they're like, I don't even really know what it is. Perfect. Like you don't have to know what it is. I will teach you. We will work on your goals together. Typically when you're coming into it, you have maybe um, a health goal in mind. You have a self-care goal in mind. You have the goal of wanting to connect more with nature, wanting to connect more with yourself. You have maybe that specific goal and that is what Ayurveda does. And that is what you're going to learn by learning a little bit more about Ayurveda in general. So you can go back and listen to any of my podcasts about what Ayurveda is, but that is kind of the, the background um, on how I would approach this and how I'm approaching this course. Because again, last year, the women that went through it, I think only one person even really knew what Ayurveda was and everyone else just wanted to know. They wanted to learn. They wanted them to have this more natural remedies in their lives and they wanted to incorporate more seasonal aspects. They wanted to figure out that digestion. Um, one actually just had her first child after struggling with fertility issues. Like this is powerful stuff when you really start to unearth it. So that is what I am teaching in Ayurveda 101. And it's a six week course. You can find out more information at andreaclawson.com backslash Ayurveda 101, or it will be in the show notes or just go to my website and it will be right on that front page. All right. So that's what I have for you guys this week amazing, amazing job of listening and learning and wanting to evolve. Like I'm right there on that path with you and I cannot wait to see everyone's next evolution. All right. Thank you guys so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the peaceful power podcast. 
And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.